0: Well, hello, everybody. (laughs) Hello, everybody. Uh, Welcome back to uh, the podcast. Uh, Last but not least, a brand new episode is here. Um, The day everybody has been waiting for. Um, (laughs) I apologize. I have not been... um, i don't know i don't really have a fixed schedule for this uh podcast i just do it whenever i feel like doing it and um i'm sorry uh in the past few days i just i just didn't feel like doing uh an episode because i was too busy hating asian people and polluting lakes and doing all the good stuff that white people do (laughs) i'm uh i'm sorry i apologize um I apologize. No, but seriously no. Um not much has changed about this podcast. Um I still don't really know where this is going, but hey. That's life, right? That's life. I don't really know where it's going, but uh it's fun. And I, I feel like there's uh, some stuff we can talk about. Uh some more or less interesting stuff, yeah. Yeah. So, how are you guys doing? Um I'm doing my best to cheer you up a little bit to get you guys going let me just take a little bit a sip of water um yeah you guys you you better stay hydrated in these times right it's really important um oh man yeah i've i've really um you know i'm sitting here again uh, in my office slash bedroom slash kitchen slash workout room and um i would really i would really love If it wasn't my workout room anymore, I was really hoping and I was actually. Yeah, you could say I was almost (laughs) fuck, I was almost counting on the fitness studios opening up again. Um, It was. They were thinking about last week, like the 22nd of March to open open them back up Um, if the covid case count would allow for it to do so which it didn't (laughs) so so now um, so now there are no fitness studios and of course well what is there now supermarkets yeah it's uh still not much going on so it's even more important now than it uh, ever was before to keep a strong mindset and um, i was not actually uh planning on opening that can of worms but since we are here now let's do it <laughs> i actually came across a very good mindset the other day from a guy named alex becker who is uh for the lack of a better term he's uh, some kind of a business guy <laughs> I apologize, I can't really describe all the things he does. Um, But he sometimes does share a few very valuable mindsets on YouTube. And I don't know, I'm not sure if uh, his uh, life plan fits mine. But um, that aside, one thing that I find very um, useful is uh, to kind of think about what kind of leverage you really have. Because... I personally find it so easy to get upset about stuff and very angry um, about things that don't go my way. Um, And then, I don't know, it's, um, now I think it's a good quality to recognize that you don't really have much that you can do about that. For example, you don't really have much to say about the COVID situation and you don't have anything to say about the regulations. At least not when you are like me and just, I don't know, just some citizen, right? So if you really wanted to um, change something about that, you um, would maybe have to, I don't know, found a political party and then, or maybe Become a journalist and really build up some leverage, and then bring about change that way. That's what he basically said. Or you become a business guy and you actually come up with a great product that does something. You know that kind of mindset. Um, I hope I'm not butchering that too much. Um, if I do, um, who cares? <laughs> um. So. Of course this can be very frustrating so you can now feel very powerless and small or what you can do instead is focus on the things that you can change and oh now we're doing now we're doing the whole thing you know i'm not i'm not i'm not planning this these kind of episodes ahead so it just comes to my mind um so you have to um you have to kind of focus on everything that you can control and that you have um influence on um, and another valuable mindset I came across some other day um, was uh, in stoic philosophy um, I'm pretty sure this is only a really small a small part of it, but um basically what they said was that you only have you only can control your attitude and your behavior you can only control how you see things and how you do things right um you know you might argue you can't even control your own money because one day there's a pandemic and every, everything is shutting down uh, guess what you decided to become an, an actor right stupid and now the theaters they are or the the theaters the movie theaters and and yeah you know the stages they shut down so there goes your livelihood right so now of course you can um you know i'm not i'm not i don't mean to downplay this it's not like haha ha, you just need to get your shit together i, I get it it's different it's difficult right uh, i know people who've lost jobs um i've lost a job myself and i'm um happily i was able to i don't know, find something else um Yeah, I just wanted to share this mindset, right, that you, uh, that you, um, I don't know, you have to focus on stuff that you can do, not get too upset about everything, because I think that's a very, very dark place for you. And it it also takes away responsibility from you, from your own life, right? For example, um, I don't know who it was. Was it Jocko Willink or I don't know, one of those? Tough guys, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'm really sorry. I don't know where I, I, I listen. Uh, where, where I heard this, I would really love to give credit, but it's doesn't come to my mind right now. Um. So of course, for example, when you, when you go out at night, you drive in your car at I don't know 11 p.m. and a drunk driver hits you, and you paralyze and you have to sit in a wheelchair for the rest of your life. Of course, it's not your it's not your fault, right? And you have every right in the world to blame that other person, but it's still your responsibility to um, to deal with the situation, right? Yeah. Actually, those two guys I just mentioned, um, Jocko Willing, he has a book. Um, it's called Extreme Ownership and i have not read it (laughs) so that's a great story (laughs) um but this other guy alex becker i was talking about earlier he also once shared his this mindset of how he um how he takes so much responsibility that when there's a disease that wasn't cured yet he he blames it on himself he hasn't founded a company yet that deals with that problem yeah i think that's that's something along those lines what he said um i find that a little bit too extreme if you ask me but that's that's just my personal opinion right um but the idea behind this i find very i don't know as i said it's it's very. I find it very empowering to instead of um, losing all hope, to kind of uh, focus on the stuff that you still can um, improve in your life. Even though I recognize it uh, must be very frustrating sometimes. I know it myself. It's very heartbreaking sometimes when you're just sitting there. Actually, one of my friends told me the other day. The other day, um. I mean, we have now reached a point where it's really taking a toll mentally on everybody. And he said, you know, uh, what? What do you even? Uh, what do we even go to work for, right? When you don't, when you can't have any life, basically, right? But yeah, I get it. It's very frustrating. But um, as much as I love to bitch about. <laughs> this whole thing um, i i somehow refuse to to not i don't know i i somehow refuse to be too negative and not at least try to make the best of it right yeah so at least um i still have my pull up bar here and i get to um i get to um do my home exercise that way actually just today i kicked out my desk one table I had here uh, in my room which I thought I was going to use for accommodations and eh, for for company for company and for friends visiting but let's be honest nobody's visiting right now <laughs> and no but honestly um, I was only using that table for uh, cluttering and putting stuff on so I thought to myself okay I might just kick it out and use the extra space to properly work out which i wasn't really able to do um because it was just too tight here. Yeah, everything i had, i my fridge is right there and yeah i keep you posted on my workout routine next time <laughs> um you know what's also very interesting which also uh, gave me a, a pretty um new insight into culture you might say i always refused to um to download this app called I don't know if you've heard of it uh, TikTok, <laughs> I, you probably don't know it. It's very new. It's I think it's Chinese or something. Yeah, probably won't stick around for long. Um, <laughs> I don't know, but honestly, I I of course it's been around for some time, and I never really wanted to down download it because I thought it was a waste of time which it is. <laughs> no, but I never really wanted to download it because I thought okay, I'm not a theat- 13-year-old girl, so I don't need that. Um and but I did the other day. I did download it the other day and I I think it's incredibly funny. There's so much funny stuff on there and, and of course it's very um you have to be very careful not to at least I you have to be very careful not to uh, spend too much time on there, but I'm I'm keeping it together, all right. Um, but it's very funny and entertaining sometimes. Um, I don't really, I'm not really a big fan of the um, too staged and hectic or hectical uh, videos on there, but it's just my personal preference, you know. Uh, I like in person. how was it? it? In person. Impressions. Yeah, character impressions, like one guy does Donald Trump on there. It's fucking hilarious. And, um, you know, that's when I thought um, I might give it a try myself to produce some uh, content on there. And um, so what I sometimes do, I sometimes get together uh, with a couple of friends uh, online and we play games. And uh, this one game we played, it's called Telephone or Phone and it basically works like um you draw something um and then some other person has to guess what you're drawing or what you just drew <laughs> yeah what you just drew and then um they have to describe it for example um for example um you 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 paint a bear and then somebody describes it and says oh that's a bunny rabbit and then uh, <laughs> yeah the third person uh, it's the, 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 uh, yeah, the third person um, how do you say this then the third person again they they have to draw it right so it's very funny you should try it out sometimes you go to garticphone.com or something it's very funny um, so I basically filmed that because I thought it was I have the uh, ability to kind of record uh, that kind of stuff and then I filmed that and, I, and it was really funny because we had some couple of great moments and I, I uploaded a couple of those videos on TikTok and one video got over 170,000 views. And I think uh, some other videos got like a couple of thousands and one video at like 60K or something or 50K, I don't know. So I thought to myself, hmm, that's uh, that's interesting. Um, So I always refused this kind of, channel for, I don't know, any content creation or anything like that. But then I realized, okay, maybe this isn't so stupid after all. And, and um, you know, um, I, I do get together sometimes with uh, friends and we do play games and stuff like that. So, you know, why isn't that something, why isn't that something which is interesting to pursue? Yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah, that's interesting. Uh, What I thought was, um, you know, I always thought, okay, this kind of content like TikTok and gaming and stuff, I don't know. I had this um, internal ranking inside of me, inside of my mind, which said, okay, this is not as valuable as, I don't know, other forms of content, podcasting or, I don't know, um, acting or any high quality video production or stuff like that, you know. But then I thought to myself, okay, who, who cares? Um, this is funny, and this is uh, interesting, and it's it's fun to do. And what's very, I think what's most important, I actually have fun cutting those videos, you know? Uh, I think what many people often neglect uh, or kind of don't think about when you produce wi- videos, um, it's one thing to record it, and then to kind of cut it and like, how do you, like do some post-production it's um it's even more time and work that goes into that and um there's always i have so much footage i i could always do more stuff um but it's also sometimes just exhausting but the good thing is i don't really mind doing that because it's fun yeah so yeah now i'm uh i'm doing that and uh, very excited to see where that goes very excited to see also find it very funny that on tiktok you see you kind of get i'm not saying that you get a good um uh good how do you say impression of what's going on right now because obviously not everybody's using tiktok and i think it's biased in that way because only young people are using tiktok and um but I think it's a bit better than YouTube because YouTube is mainly used by males, I think. But I'm not entirely sure of that. Um, but yeah, anyway, um, it's very exciting to see uh, what's going on in the, the popular culture. You know, what's what's popular with the, the young kids these days, all those Fortnite players. Um, do you know that feeling when you, I don't know, you don't really, you don't really... Um, you know, it's not like i'm old right i'm twenty seven that's not old, but sometimes I catch myself thinking, hmm, there's certain stuff you can't do anymore and i mean who who says that right I mean nobody has lived in the in the year twenty twenty one before, and in my mind there's this certain notion of how I have to be in ten years and in twenty years from now. And I think a lot of that is only learned from my parents. Because who 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 is saying who's saying that you can't play video games when you're fifty, right? I mean Yeah, it's so funny because I can't imagine it, but maybe that's only because I have never seen that kind of behavior, but all this um video um online and TikTok and Instagram space it's very recently or it's very uh, it's very new, right? Only recently it was invented. So who knows what kind of effect it has on on um on the future gen- generations of fifty year olds, right? Who knows? Nobody knows. And um yeah, I mean content creation in general even when you when you're an actor you see um for example kevin james who of, of course is a very famous actor he he does youtube content i think will smith does youtube content um it looks like there's really an alternative market outside of hollywood and and broadway you know i'm just you know i'm just using the terms broadway and hollywood as a as a proxy term for Film and theater, you know, but yeah, seems like there's a there's a whole new market, and even doing like podcasting who who would have thought this like ten years ago, I mean maybe not ten years ago, but twenty years ago that I don't even need a publisher, you know <laughs> it's uh I can just decide to do this it's very it's a lot of potential, so I'm saying it's it was never as easy to do stuff. As it is today, but also maybe never more difficult because there's so much competition. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's interesting. Just a few thoughts on that, because it really it really widened my perspective because I never thought like this TikTok game or something. Uh, interesting. Um, you know, I, I was very um, hesitant to uh, can I have that because I thought to myself, okay, that's you know, it's a Chinese company, and I think the Chinese government is a very um, vicious entity. Um, And, um, of course, it has nothing to do with TikTok, but, you know, there aren't any private companies in China, so yeah, Um, anything that goes into TikTok basically goes into the Chinese government. And um, sounds a bit like a conspiracy theory, right? But I I am sure it's not, you know. You don't have any private um, companies there. Um All right. Um Oh, that's a bummer, right? How, do, how how do we how do you recover from this? Um You know, since since we're here in this dark place, let's let's continue. Let's continue this dark place down into this rabbit hole of unpopular opinions. Um Uh, i don't know was it today or the day before uh that the um the george floyd trial started and i've you know i've not really learned anything new from it because i I knew a bunch of stuff about it before so first of all when when it first happened i think in 2020 in june or something i don't know they um my friends told me about this. I I don't really I didn't well at that point. I didn't really follow the news, so they told me. I'm like, okay, that looks pretty bad. But my immediate instinct was, okay, let's let's have I don't know, like let's have a I don't know. Let's have the um how do you say this the law uh, take care of this, you know, be, because there's there's courts and stuff for that. So looks pretty bad. First thing I thought. But I had this um this immediate uh, reaction in my mind because I thought to myself, um, you know, I, I once did go to law school, didn't finish that stuff, but, um, you know, you still learn one or two things. And, um, yeah, so I um, I thought to myself, okay, it's one of the greatest achievements of humankind to have this kind of process where you find out in a very um, good process what happened what went down and then you come to judge you know and um, what really bothered me uh with this uh whole George Floyd uh thing was that nobody really took the time to kind of look at what really happened and um so everybody just saw this this cop kneeling on his neck, and uh, then later um, came out that he had uh, passed away, which is incredibly sad. You know, I think it's always um, it's always um, terrible when a human life has to has to go, or not has to go. I mean, just goes, right? It's not like. I'm saying this from this per- from the perspective of like destiny, you know. Like uh, whenever that happens, it's it's sad. But uh, yeah, not saying that it was destiny for him. How how do I recover from this? I'm just saying, um, it's w- sad that he had to had to die. Not that he had to die because it was the right thing to do, but because that's what happened, right? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, okay, so what we all um, noticed was that after this time, a bunch of protests uh, broke loose in, uh, in the United States and a bunch of property was destroyed and uh, people were really upset because they thought, okay, uh, this was racially motivated and this, um, this uh, police officer killed this guy for no reason. Um, this guy being George Floyd and he eats black and um, this really bothered me not because at that time I knew the truth that it maybe wasn't like that but I thought to myself okay you don't really know how about you just calm down and um, not burn everything and wait for wait for a jury or something or like judges to get together and kind of look at this right because we've seen this with um people like michael brown in the states who who were killed sadly but um, american courts have judged there wasn't any wrongdoing here of course it's very sad when somebody dies but there wasn't really a wrongdoing here um so same thing with um the George Floyd incident. This guy, this cop kneels on his um on his neck and he later then passes passes away. So nobody really takes the time to um look at what really happened because they thought okay, if they see cop kneeling on the neck, guy dead, cop must have killed him. And maybe that's what happened but maybe what's also a possibility I'm not saying I'm really not saying that that's what happened because I I don't really know but you know George Floyd was very high on drugs and he he was intoxicated with so many so many drugs and um, different kind of drugs and he was so high and he uh, you can see on the video on the footage that he he wasn't really I don't know of course you can't judge if somebody's high or not from just listening to what they say but I don't know it seems very incoherent to me and yeah so am I saying that the police didn't do a bad job no I'm not saying that I don't know it seems it seems kind of um seems kind of and you know it's a bad look when you kneel on some on some guy's back for like that amount of time I don't know that's uh, I think that's that was the um, a- appropriate action that the officer was trained for, but doesn't mean that that's necessarily a smart thing to do. That's that's necessarily a smart act- action to begin with. I I don't think it's very uh, it's very smart personally. There must be better things, you know. We have all these fancy martial arts. Um. But yeah, you know what now the now the trial is going on and it has uh, yeah and people are trying to figure out what happened and you know there are autopsies and there's actually in the autopsy as far as i'm informed at this point in time there's actually no evidence to uh, suggest that george floyd was um killed uh through the cop kneeling on his neck it rather suggests that it had to do with the um the toxins that were flowing in his body. And um you know what? It might actually happen because or it, it might actually happen that this police officer will will not be convicted um of murder. And you know, we, all, we already saw what happened after after um, the guy died, George Floyd died. Everybody lost their mind. Black Lives Matter, um, yeah, I don't know, went crazy. And um, so what will happen after this guy is not convicted of murder? It's almost impossible to not convict him at this point, right? <laughs> You're just risking a straight out civil war at this point. So I think it's very important that we all, uh, I don't know, be informed and realize, okay, maybe this guy will not be convicted and maybe he did in fact not kill him because maybe he died of intoxication with uh, drugs. So when that happens or if that happens and I mean if Let's say if um george floyd um no, but what's th- what's there is it chauvin, yeah, I think it's chauvin, the police officer like when he if he does not get convicted like maybe not burn down everything, that would be great <laughs> because you really have to realize there isn't anything there's a good and due process to find out what's what's happening here, and you know. I think it's very important that we um, accept the idea that possibly it will not be um, the outcome which we expected. Yeah, I kind of uh, said earlier uh, in this uh, in this introduction to the podcast. Um, oh, fu- I really forgot how to how, to, how, how many days I'm here. Okay, let no, me no, let's do that later. Do that later. Um, no um no I, I i kind of hinted at that I'm busy like hating asian people because now it's also very uh, stop asian haters now like trending and stuff like that and whew, um of course it's because of um it's because of this one incident where one guy at a massage parlor uh, killed a bunch of um, asian women who were working there and now Everybody's losing their minds, suggesting, okay, this was a crime uh, targeted against Asian people. And again, I can totally understand why they would think that. Because it totally looks like that. Just like it looked like um, this police officer killed George Floyd, it also looks like this guy, I think it was in Atlanta, killed these um, women for racial reasons and uh, the the thing is we don't really know at this point you know i have not checked the the news until like one hour ago but it looks like yeah we don't know so i came across um this um actress and YouTuber called Anna Akana, who does fantastic videos on YouTube. She uh, talks about, um, she talks about, um, I don't know, acting and career, and also her, you know, like psychological um, uh, topics. And I personally find that very helpful. And I believe she's not Japanese, but American Japanese, or maybe she's just of um Japanese descent. I don't really know. Um I don't think it matters too much. Um but her um ethnic race is Asian. So she um I think that's for you know, usually it doesn't matter to me what race somebody is. But I think for this um for her it's important in this occasion. Because she's Asian too, and she felt the need to speak out a bit about this incident, and um, she did a video um, claiming that this was a hate crime against Asians. And I would just like to point out that, you know, she's a, some, a she's a person. I don't know how many uh, followers she has, but it's a couple of million. And I think it's not a very wise thing to say that, simply because it's a little bit uh, it's a quick judgment, which may or may not be accurate you know Uh, because when we when we when we look at crimes it's very important that we also uh, investigate the um the motivation and uh, what's going on inside of that person and we need we need to look for evidence that you know of course we can't read anybody's minds but we need to look for evidence that can help us so um i give you an example when Bobby shoots Timmy with a gun, looks like murder, right? But what we don't know is, uh, is Bobby mentally impaired? Is um, Bobby maybe thinking, okay, this is just a toy gun? Did Bobby maybe mean to shoot somebody else? Did Bobby mean to shoot a cat instead of Tim? I don't even know if I'm using using uh the correct names anymore I was using but anyway <laughs> so we d- we don't know that right so the intent is very important to kind of investigate so I'm not so what so I'm not saying that this man who shot all, or ki- shot and killed all these Asian women is uh in any way shape or form to be justified in his actions I'm not saying that. But, um, because I don't know, but as far as I'm informed right now, we don't simply have the evidence. And I think it's very foolish to kind of jump to conclusions like that. Um, I don't know how it works in the uh, Commonwealth legal system or common law legal system. Um, But in, in German law, there's essentially I don't, I, I don't have the proper terms but i do my best to describe it because when you look at a crime and you have to and you look at certain uh criteria that have to be met in order to convict somebody of a crime there's there's an objective part and then there is a subjective part and on the objective side you always look at something which happened on the outside for example a shot B dead and then you look at the inside like what was going on with the person internally and was there maybe some kind of evidence to, su- to suggest that it was, um, it happened because that person was a racist? And, um, I don't know, might be that he was a racist if that was the case, or if that is the case, it's incredibly sad, right? Um, but it's not, um, but it's not, uh, you know, it's not entirely possible. Or how is it? Yeah, it's not entirely impossible that maybe it wasn't that case. Um, as far as we know, as far as we've been informed, uh, that guy had some kind of uh, issues that had had to do with uh, sexuality and, um, I don't know, personal uh, struggles um, revolving around that topic. Um, I don't know. We'll have to find out. Um, but I'm just saying these kind of, like these two um these two uh, incidents I'm bringing up because it's really um driving me crazy because so much bad things happen because of um people not taking the time and jumping to conclusions before they really know anything uh with George Floyd it um it led to um riots and um uh, people losing property and value and people dying and it certainly didn't get any safer for police officers <laughs> I'm saying this semi sarcastically um, and same thing here with uh, Asians you know it's. I think you have to be very um, careful with um, claiming that you know this was because of white supremacy or hate crimes and because Asians are um, systematically suppressed or anything like that I think you need to bring forward good evidence before you claim something like that. So again, this uh this girl Anna Kana who's you know, I think this video which she did about the incident, first of all I think it was well um like what she um how she did this video was artistically I think was really well done. Um all her work is very uh well made and I I think she's a very smart girl and uh very capable capable and talented. Uh, but I think in this case she um wasn't really all that it was i don't know i think it came from a very emotional um from a very emotional place and i i can see that totally i can see that um i can see that um it also had to do maybe it was just i don't know if this uh this saying exists in the english language but in german in german we say it was the barrel no rather it was the drop that made the barrel overflow you know and you know um i know this from another friend of mine who's asian too she told me that um you know there have been incidents where um people have been more vicious towards uh, asian people because donald trump once called the um the coronavirus the chinese virus or the kung flu which i think is a very um incredibly funny wordplay, but uh many, many people took offense to that and um and then furthermore, um Anna Akana in her, her video she also brought up how how as a as a you know as a foreign looking lady she found herself oftentimes being I don't know fetishized or I don't know reduced how do you say this like reduced to um, just being this exotic looking woman and uh, my friend she told me that there have been incidents where people on the train or on the bus acting like just gross grossly not grossly but acting in a very in- in- inappropriate way for the lack of a better word I can't find right find one right now just very uh, disgusting yeah maybe disgusting is the right uh, way they are acting very dis- disgustingly towards her and simply Those uh, people experience some racism, you know. Um, And I can totally see um, how that's very hurtful. And, you know, by all means, it should not be the case. You know, no no, uh, person should uh, experience these kind of things. And why, you know, two things can be true at the same time. So, A, I realize that this is a very uncomfortable situation for um for certain people sometimes or, or well, not even foreigners you know i can't really say because they are in that in that case they are us citizens right they're not foreigners but foreign looking people maybe they they will find themselves in very disgusting situations sometimes so i can totally see how it's hurtful and at the same time while it might be very uh difficult to kind of keep a cool hat and look at the facts and kind of act reasonable um I do want to point out that um, before you make so um big allegations, it's very important to kind of look at the at what really happened and uh allow the process to take care and you know, again, I get it it's very hurtful. It looks like there are a bunch of people out there in the United States that feel like they are being oppressed and that they don't have a chance and it's very dangerous for them to go out and, um, and I don't believe that, I don't believe that there's uh, evidence to suggest that that's really the case. For example, I don't believe there's evidence for uh, the notion that black people are just being hunted down by cops. well first of all, that image is just ridiculous, but then again, I don't even think there's evidence to suggest that people are um more likely to be shot by the police than say white people for example um and I wouldn't say that if i didn't if I hadn't seen like uh the data that suggests that right and um so I think it's very it's very sad when you when you are when you get this mindset that you can't do anything. And this really brings us back to what I was talking about earlier, right? I was talking about how how um, how taking away responsibility from your life makes you weak and powerless. Um, and I think it's very important here that you realize when you are a person of color, as they say, right, that's kind of an umbrella term or all kinds of people who are not white, basically. (laughs) Um, I don't think that's the case. I really don't think that's the case, that you are just this internal victim who doesn't have any chances, you know. I don't like that. I think it's a very very pathetic mindset that just takes away uh, responsibility and potency from you. And as much as it might be, Uh, Hurtful when you are when you have to deal with incidents like uh, in Atlanta or with uh, George, uh, Floyd in Minneapolis. I think as much as that one is uh, those as much as those incidents are hurtful. I think it's very important to I don't know don't go in the wrong direction. Um, Yeah, that um that I have to say about that. I thought that was kind of important to me uh, to say that. Yeah. And um you know, you might think, "Oh Lars, why are you talking about this? You don't even live in the states." Well, it's right, I don't live in the states and I I don't even live in um in a state where there's a, a big uh black subculture, you know. In Germany there isn't really a big black subculture. And um, that's a an whole that's a whole different kind of worms, you know, because many people suggest that um, um, maybe the fact that there isn't a huge black subculture in Germany is uh, a reason why blacks in Germany do way better, statistically speaking, than um, in the states. Uh, but that's another kind of room I don't really want to open right now. Um, so, but the fact of the matter is that I actually um, actually had a, a huge argument with one of my friends. I'm not even sure if you can still consider us friends, um, because in the summer there were also Black Black Lives Matter rights going on here in uh, major European cities like Cologne, and I frankly asked her. If she, you know, she was taking part in that i was you know why do you take part in that so my personal opinion was that black lives matter not the statement that black lives matter which obviously is true i mean it's just as true as saying uh the sky is blue but i get where that's coming from you know i get it but you know black lives matter the organization i think it's i don't know it's i think it's doing more harm than good and i think it's um it's well frankly i think it's um it's a bad organization i i don't i don't agree with um the statements and the the principles they stand for and yeah so over that i had a huge argument with uh her and um about how this was you know this was uh, basically what's um everything which uh, she stands for and i'm like okay i get it i see how how this is part of your ancestors history right and stuff like that oh she she's black i should mention and then i get it um but you know your race isn't what defines you there there are so there's so much more stuff um, which is important about you, and I, I find it very sad when you, when you simply, um, I don't know, when you, when you simply, um, I don't know, define yourself just by your race. Uh, wasn't there this one guy? I forgot his name. What Martin Luther King? That dude. Do you do you know him? I think that guy once said that it's important to judge a person's character by, oh no, to judge a person by its character. There, yeah, I misspoke. Um, rather than the color of his skin or oh, her skin, excuse me um so um yeah, that was sad. I found in a way, but you know you never know I've been wrong before I've been wrong before, for example i um I always thought that Chigawara was like some kind of a nice dude which she wasn't <laughs> but i always thought that you know i had a shirt and like a flag and stuff like that and you know i i once was a vegan which oh that's another that's another topic for another day we will talk about that some other time but i'm not anymore and i don't think it's fundamentally wrong but personally i found other ways and i've just now i think differently about this and um you know just because my friend I was talking about now thinks that Black Lives Matter is like a huge huge deal Um, doesn't matter that she will always uh, think so and who knows where it goes Uh, but uh, yeah personally I found it very sad that uh, I lost this uh, friend there Um, then uh, she also suggested like um, it had everything to do with uh, white supremacy and whiteness and um, white privilege and uh, all these things I find so incredibly toxic and hurtful basically it's, and just plainly racist towards white people, you know? You know, there's also this kind of um, charts being published by so-called academics um, about like different levels of whiteness, which I think are just, I don't know, which I think are just pathetic. But you can look it up yourself. You can look up for you can look for um, whiteness, white privilege, and um, what's and white fragility. Oh, that's another thing, man. And then you can also look for um, like like levels of whiteness or something. There's like eight levels, and it's, I don't know. It's just incredibly sad. Um, yeah, but I don't, I don't really. Well I don't really know much about these things other than you know i well I know a lot about these things, but I wouldn't really be able to give you like a a good summary because I don't know it's not something i w- I want to keep myself busy with um all right, so uh since we've already um now so you know thinking all these things would make me a conservative and like a trump boy in the states right now um and you know, let's be honest, I don't. I don't know probably i would have voted for donald trump over joe biden uh if i were to live in the states and if i were if i was a a u.s citizen because let's be honest like joe biden really man but that's not the point right i don't really uh have to justify um voting for donald trump by saying that joe biden is just terrible no i actually think that while um but excuse me Well, donald trump uh, is like i don't know personally or like personality wise maybe not uh i don't know not very pleasant and rhetorically speaking like not very i don't know gifted well maybe he's gifted but maybe it's maybe it's just i don't know he he acts very stupidly sometimes but i don't really um think he's he's done terrible policies as everybody would would like you to believe you know i just don't think that um so as i told you earlier i always consider myself well i never told you that but i consider myself for example um being more left and maybe you know i don't know in my mind i'm equating being vegan with being left which is of course silly (laughs) but you know there's a stereotype in my mind which uh which um yeah which fits to that. So, you know, basically saying, Yeah, I told you, I, I, I always thought like Shiguevara and like st- stuff like that. He was a good guy and yeah, and communism. Well, I, I never was communist, you know, but I always thought, oh yeah, socialism is very good. And um I'm not very sure about that anymore. I'm not very sure about that anymore. Um so I found this um this article here, um from Dennis Prager. Um and yeah, it basically says, um, 32 questions to determine whether someone is a liberal or a leftist. And, um, I don't really, you know, I don't know if these two thirty if these uh, 32 questions can determine that. I would like to say maybe no. And, um. Yeah, I I also wouldn't be able to tell you the difference because a liberal and a leftist, <laughs> and that's not a that's not a uh, that's not a how um, do I would say this is not to uh, put any insult to liberals. Um, I simply don't know. Um, I think when you're liberal, and how is it different from libertarian? I don't know. I'm not good in political uh, theory. I just I can't explain it to you right now. <laughs> but um, let me just go through this you know the point of this article is to determine whether or not you are left or not right so i guess and um i find it very interesting because i always like i was like uh, answering answering questions because i'm so full of myself and i'm just i just enjoyed when people are, are seemingly interested in me and i get to um state my opinion okay let me just um And before you call me a Nazi, um, Dennis Prager, who wrote this article, is actually a Jew. So yeah, that's that. Um, uh, Okay, let me just let me just read the um, the introductory uh, few paragraphs here. Okay, the great tragedy of our time is that liberals liberals vote left. Okay. Virtually every value liberals have held for a century is now held by conservatives and scorned by leftists. Therefore, America, in serious jeopardy of being lost, will be saved when people convince their liberals in their life that the left, not the conservative, is the enemy. Okay. Um, I don't really like calling anybody my enemy. It's a bit, I don't know, I find it a a little bit too dramatic. Um... Yeah, but let's continue. Uh, this process begins by establishing whether a friend or relative is a liberal or a leftist. So that seems okay. If it turns out that he or she is a liberal, it is worth engaging in respectful dialogue on the issues of the day. Uh, if the friend or a relative, excuse me, is a, is a leftist, you can probably only talk about innocuous I don't know that word, subjects such as the weather. Okay, now I know what it means. Though not about global warming, Or sports, though not about players taking a knee during the National Anthem. Okay, (laughs) okay. If you talk about the great issues of the day with a left-wing friend or relative, that could be the last time you talk to each other. Yeah, I've made that uh, experience. Um, He or she is likely to unfriend you, not only on social media, but also in life. Leftists generally do not dialogue, they dismiss. Um, Here are questions you might want to pose to friends, relatives to determine as much for them as for you, whether they are liberal or left. So again, um, I don't really, I don't really like the the tone of this, you know, because I don't really, ah, uh, I don't really feel the need that uh, that I need to uh, go forward and kind of uh, get the devil out of someone, you know. Um, but you know, let me just say this: I never really cared about politics, or maybe I never really pretended to care about politics because um maybe I had I had the fear in my mind that maybe people would uh judge me for what I think. But um there are certain principles maybe and when you don't agree with that or when you don't agree uh on certain principles with uh, certain people that are very close to you like friends and family it might be very um might be very um uh, difficult to maintain a good relationship to them um, so maybe this can be helpful uh, i don't know but yeah i'm just saying it seems a bit weird to me but let's continue okay so first kind of section is about race uh okay first one many universities now have all black dormitories and some have all black graduation exercises do you support these developments uh, so we don't really have that here in Germany. We don't really have uh, dormitories in the universities like coll- colleges do in in the states. It's different, I guess. I'm not saying it doesn't exist. I guess they are like housing facilities for students, um, but not like in like not like in the movies in, in the college movies, you know, where like you have all those characters living in those big facilities. But then again, let's get back to the questions. Uh, yeah, simply saying i don't support that that's stupid why would you cram all uh one ethnic um race in, in one dormitory and on one place didn't we get like past uh segregation <laughs> like what the fuck? um also when like someone half white half black like how, how how do you how do you determine where they get to go do they do they? Uh, I don't know. Do they have to sleep in in the middle on the lawn between those two houses? <laughs> I don't get it. Um, maybe maybe they are, maybe they are, maybe they are. They have 50% white pri- privilege and they don't get to live anywhere. I don't know. Okay, stupid. No, don't don't do that. Uh the University of California has declared this statement racist. There's only one race, the human race. Do you agree agree with the the University of California or do you agree with the statement? There's only one race, um the human race. So, seeing that it's from California, I'm assuming that it's a leftist argument. <laughs> um so, again, I don't really I'm not really that much informed about this, so maybe I wouldn't but you know, there's only one race, the human race. Um, I don't know. I know there are different human races. Like, uh, Caucasian, uh, Black, Asian, and stuff like that. That's, that's what a race is, right? Um, again, that's a question. I I don't, I don't know. That's, yeah. Then there's only one race, the human race. Um, okay, I, I, I try, I'm trying to see this in, in the light of the, of the, um, Uh, of the question before that um, and this argument there's maybe there shouldn't be this racial division and yeah you know if this question is to be seen in the the light of the uh, question before which was about segregation I do think that we should not um, split or draw the lines about these races so much I don't know it seems stupid to me But then again, let's kind of leave this question out. Uh, Okay. Number three. Is the goal of... uh, Okay, let me just... uh, Let me just do something which came up on my screen. Okay. Sorry. So, number three. Is the goal of being colorblind, doing one's best to ignore a person's color and concentrating only on the person's character and personality, a noble goal or a racist one? I don't know. Um while being pretending to be colorblind I don't know it's kind of stupid because oh you're black i didn't notice of course you noticed <laughs> that person's black right <laughs> so i'm not taking it literally um but then again doing the best to ignore it and kind of focusing on the person's character yeah of course that's a good idea i mean it's not a good idea to kind of uh put that aside and uh, and just pretend it's not there i think that's silly But my personal experience is that whenever I meet a person of color, uh, or a POC, as you call them these days, which I think is a stupid term, but whenever I I meet a person who's like black or Asian or anything like that, I just don't say anything, just treat them normally. And the funny thing is, they usually tell you within like five minutes. (laughs) Because I don't know when I when I went to Canada, it was so normal for everybody to ask me, "Oh, so where are you from? Are you English? Are you like oh, Irish?" Um, and it's it's really normal for people there to ask you, "Oh, so what are you like? Are you like German?" And oh yeah, my mother's German. It's it's funny, and it's nobody means any harm by that. So if I if I went and asked, "So what are you? Are you like African? And are you are you Hispanic or are you like Indonesian? Or what are you?" I don't think anybody should make a big deal um out of that, but then again, I get that it's annoying um but then again um and it shouldn't be so important shouldn't be so important shouldn't be so important to um know where somebody's from. It's like a little fun fact about a person, but it's not when you meet someone, it's far more important uh I don't know what kind of interests you have and what you think and what you feel and stuff. So shouldn't really focus on that so much. Do you believe the color of a person's skin tells you anything of importance about that person? Oh, I I, I almost um, answered that question. Um. Okay. Any, So it doesn't tell me anything of importance. No, of course, it does tell me something of importance. It's not like it's completely unimportant um, what that person's color is. Um, But not because I care about the color in itself, but maybe it has to do with, I don't know, their background, uh, where they live. When you, I don't know, when I, you know, when I go to Indonesia and, I don't know, I go to the jungle there and I meet one white person there does this now tell me something of importance about that person Hmm. yeah i know that they are not from there so maybe he uh is also a foreigner and maybe i can also i don't know talk to about Talk to him about like where he is from, and maybe he does speak English. I'm not saying that people that live in Indonesia don't speak English, like the natives. But you know, you don't ever, you'll never know. So of course, it can tell you something of importance about that um, uh, about the person. Uh, but frankly, I think it's it's not that relevant. So I think from where the question is coming from, I will I would say a no uh do you agree uh do you agree uh with all white Americans oh yeah do you agree that all white Americans are racist um no <laughs> what i'm sorry i I really had to read this like two times because I couldn't believe it. Do you agree that all white Americans are racist no, of course not it's stupid let's move on. If you if your answer is yes, would you tell the millions of blacks in Africa and the Caribbean who wish to emigrate to America that they would be making a poor decision? If not, why not? Again, this doesn't apply to me. Um, and no, I wouldn't tell them. They, I would say they are making probably a really good decision if they uh, wish to emigrate to America because I think it's a good place. And if they decide to stay home and uh, they like that, then they should do that. Is it possible for a black person to be racist? Of course, and I've seen it. Um, for example, I... I, um, Oh, I wanted to... I wanted to... Um, yeah, I'm not going to play this right now because I don't know how it works with the copyright and stuff like that. But I've seen like... The, if you have seen the podcast um, from Nick Cannon uh if not you should go look it up Nick Cannon podcast um where he talks about white people and black people and melanated people and um what he said and you can actually find this podcast snippet on YouTube where he says you know uh, black people like the melanated people they are they um they are more capable than white people because white people they they are lacking this melanin and therefore they are they are less they have to kind of um I now go back to this very primitive uh to this very primitive uh behavior of suppressing everybody else because apparently um uh the white man has been the only uh, kind of uh, creature on this uh, on this place who ever suppressed anybody else and that's not true um there have been plenty of cultures where they have been slaves and suppressed people, and those cultures were not run by white people um yeah, so um that guy basically like said, okay, yeah, white people they are lacking like melanin, therefore they're they're like less. And that's that's like the definition of racism. You know. The definition of racism is that uh you, you believe that there is um um there's certain behaviour attached or like people behave um according to their race and therefore are lesser than you or oh, i don't know i i don't really have the words to kind of uh say this definition in a nice english but yeah basically you're saying okay uh you can determine um personality traits because of the appearance of a person and then saying that person is less because because of those uh um traits or for other for other reasons so of course that's incredibly incredibly hurtful and stupid and yeah, that's what he said. And yeah, it's one example for a black racist right there. Um is it racist to to claim that Johann Sebastian Bach, Ludwig van Beethoven and Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart composed the greatest music ever composed? Well, frankly, I don't know if that's a true statement. Um I think w- where do you draw the line, you know? Um when you look at complexity and I don't know, um uh, Classical music obviously is very pleasant to listen to. Uh, Of course it's great, but uh, you know, the other day I listened to some great blues from Muddy Waters and that's entirely different from Johann Sebastian Bach. And uh, it would be foolish to say one thing is better than the other because you need to both things, but you know, going back to uh, the logic of this question, uh, because All these guys, they're Germans, right? No, this guy actually is Austrian. This guy is Austrian. So those Austrians, did you know that Hitler actually was Austrian and not German? And I think uh, Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart, he did live in Salzburg, which was German back then. So those Austrians, they took Mozart from us and they gave us Hitler. Ah, Because everybody thinks that Hitler was German. Hmm. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Uh, But anyway, yeah. I don't know, um, there's been an incident uh, in the past where some kind of uh, guy said, show me the uh, Bachs and Beethoven and Mozarts of other cultures. And um, now that might be a controversial statement, but it's actually not, because he actually said, he stated that maybe other cultures and maybe other races haven't produced these kind of artists. but. It doesn't mean that they are incapable of doing so. As I said, Marty Waters, who is a black uh, man, or was a black man—I think he's passed away uh, already. Um, uh, it's a great fucking guy, and I—I—I I, I don't know which one I would prefer, like Bach or Marty Waters. It's—I don't know, both. It's—I <laughs> um, don't know. It's—it's not—it's not racist to say this. No, it's not racist to say this. It would be racist to say, um uh these ones have produced the greatest music ever because they are german and superior to all other races that would be um that would be racist but that's not what the statement says um is the national anthem racist uh i don't I, I don't even know i think this refers to the the american uh anthem and frankly i don't know it i don't know what that well i think uh, home of the brave, land of the free, and <laughs> that's all, all can, oh, can't you see? <laughs> yeah, um, but I guess it's the same, like, uh, the flag, like, those uh, national symbols. And again, it's it comes back to, no, I think, I think I really do think that America is, is a very great place. Um, they did make part of the German constitution. For example, the federal system goes back to, I think, at least I like to think that, that, uh, the Americans came up with it. I don't know for sure, but it's there's it's um, very interesting because, um, for example, France doesn't have a federal government; they only have a central government in Paris. And then here in Germany, we do have a federal government, and we don't we do have German states, and those states they do have some kind of authority in those um, fields of education and and media and stuff like that and that's because it makes it harder for ideologies to spread you know when you have different um players you can't really uh sabotage a, a system uh as easily uh so i think that was one of the thoughts behind that um but yeah i think the americans made a good job creating this um constitution and i'm not I've you know, I as you know, I've studied it like a little bit. I think it's a pretty solid constitution, not saying that there isn't stuff you can uh, like argue about and like freedom of speech. I, I don't know, man. But then again, I don't think um like first and second amendment in the United States, that's pretty unique. I think it's a great country and the national anthem stands for that. So I don't think it's racist. I also don't believe that the United States is racist. Uh, if your answer is yes what would you like to put in its place well I don't know Muddy Waters would be great some fucking great blues Um, the English department at the University of Pennsylvania removed its painting of William Shakespeare because he was a white European male do you agree with that decision well guess who he was he was English so why wouldn't he be in the English department this, this is true I haven't fact-checked these uh, claims here, but I'm assuming, you know, Dennis Prager and Prager University, it's not like... They, uh, they are pretty reliable, so, yeah. This is not like the Sun we are reading. No, just kidding. But, yeah. The English department, they have removed a painting of William Shakespeare because he was a white European male? That's fucking outrageous. I mean, I've read Shakespeare in, in high school, and, and, you know, I'm an actor, and... Uh, uh sorry, I'm not an actor. <laughs> I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm I'm in acting school right now and so we also deal with uh your um with uh, Shakespeare. And yeah, it's I don't know, you may or may not like it, uh but the decision to um to ban this from the English department is stupid because I don't know, he is English. He's like the guy. Okay. So these are a bunch of questions about America. Obviously, I'm not American, but who cares? Do you agree with the New York Times 1619 project that uh, America was not founded in 1776, but in 19 uh, 1619 with the first arrival of black slaves in North America, and uh, and that the Revolutionary War was fought in order to preserve slavery? Um, I I don't know if it was uh, fought to preserve slavery. I I I I don't agree. I think. Was it I don't know, uh well, um, I don't know much about this. I should read it up um do you agree no, I think no, that's stupid well, I know you know, I get where this is coming from because those black slaves they are the real Americans, but uh no, um you know, um when you really when you really want to uh when you really want to uh, argue about this and you really want to take it literally what you need for a state to exist is uh a people uh a territory and state power basically and i think before that none of that existed you know and in 1776 the constitution was established i think right and um it basically um yeah, basically declared America into existence by giving it, state power and stuff like that. So, yeah, no, that's the, that's where it started, right? And these ones, yeah, I don't know, and I don't really, I don't really know about. I don't know much about the Revolutionary War. I think slavery, um, you know, I think it's not what everybody thinks. You know, everybody thinks that oh, you know, they only wanted to. I think it wasn't about slavery only. But again, I'm a little bit ignorant about this, so uh, read. You have to look it up yourself. But yeah, I, I, I don't agree with that project. I think it's dumb. Um, should statues of George Washington and Abraham Lincoln to be taken down? No, they sh- should not, I think. They're part of history. And I mean, it would be kind of weird to have Hitler here. Again, I'm not comparing Washington and Lincoln to Hitler, but let's say we had a statue of Hitler here. Um, so what would happen is that all the neo-Nazis would go there to worship them and then all the leftists would go there to trash the neo-nazis um so so that would be a mess boh. Um, no i don't i don't think you should have a statue of hitler to worship him but maybe it's like like a warning to have him there as a warning maybe that would be interesting sorry i'm just trying to understand this question more by um, translating it to my context here but uh, should statues of george washington and Abraham lincoln be taken or no I don't think but I think uh, in in the light of, of this question preserve slavery the argument for that is that oh those people they own slaves and again um that's very uh, that's very um I don't know it's bad um but you know judging somebody from that time by today's standards is just I don't know it's stupid I don't know it doesn't make any sense and then again uh the USA was uh one of the first nations to to uh to ban slavery. So yeah, that's that. Has the United States overall made the world a better place? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, you can simply a- answer this questions by looking at the culture, you know, it's... I don't know, you can say, you can say many things about culture and things basically, but you can't really neglect, um, oh, sorry, you can't really put aside that, you know, people, they vote with um, their time and their money, right? So everybody puts so much time and we watch uh, American movies and buy American clothing and stuff. Um, no, I th- but, I, I, of course, that's not making the world a better place necessarily. Um, you know, w- with their principles, I think, yeah, it's, you know, it's very, it's very controversial these days, apparently, to say this, but I think the Western culture is... Uh, the best culture you know because it's it's focused on um on freedom and um freedom and liberty and stuff like that and yeah democracy i think that's good yeah of course you know it's not saying that the united states have never done anything wrong obviously that's untrue but overall made the world a better place i don't know yeah i would say so I would say so because it wouldn't be it wouldn't be in the position it is today it is in today uh, if it wasn't the case would america be better worse or the same as now if all americans dropped their religion and became secular no i don't think so um so first of all um that's a very um very um good topic because i never considered myself to be religious and um you know actually a few years ago i exited from the um, Protestant church because here in Germany we do have like some kind of uh, church text which is pretty unique to um, Germany and you don't have that in other countries and uh, I think that's a little bit stupid and um, so I left um, but I also read this book from the Dalai Lama which I also don't always agree with but he basically said okay um, not everybody should be Buddhist everybody should be the be in their own religion and and just be in a be in a constant dialogue with each other you know and i think no it wouldn't necessarily uh make make america better if everybody became secular maybe it would even make america worse or any culture worse because i think for me i've realized that i need some kind of a re- uh, religion or some kind of a faith i believe in uh, at some point, veganism was this kind of faith for me because it really provided me a certain frame, a frame of thought, a frame of moral uh, code, uh, how to behave. You know, I thought, okay, I knew essentially what to buy. And um, like, I, I, I immediately had this, I basically judged everybody who is not vegan. I, I considered them, okay, they are bad. So now, of course, your counter argument might be, okay, then when you go into religion, you... um you might consider um, people of o- other religion uh, worse. And I don't know, there's often the argument that there are so many uh, wars fought in the, uh, in the names of religion. And I don't think that's entirely true. I think there are way more wars and far more people died because of ideologies like uh, communism and Nazism. Um, is, it, is it Nazism or Nazism? It's Nazism, I think. You know what i mean like fascism fascism and communism and um i think that's entirely true i think for me personally i'm way better off knowing that um there's some kind of guidance you can always say okay there's the universe the universe uh taking care of of things and um apparently that's a very that's a very okay way to be religious But apparently when you believe in God, that's not, I don't know. Again, why am I saying this? It's just, I don't know. It seems out of fashion to be like, hey, I'm Christian. It's not up to date. I know it's not very, I don't know. No, I think it's uh, important. I always like to believe that um, one day some aliens would drop here and they would, um, they would ask me, hey Lars, what happened here? What's all this mess? Come on. What's this humanity doing? And like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then again, this uh, this idea of somebody coming here and asking you for how you did and judging you, that's basically the the whole point of Christianity, right? Um, uh, so I realized that that was still going on in my mind. And yeah, but let's just uh, move on here. Okay, has capitalism been a net plus for America and the world? Um, yes, I think capitalism is uh, a superior system to let's say communism. Um, and, um, yeah, you can, I don't know, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that there can't be made any modifications to it. Um, but I think overall it's, it's, you know, roughly speaking, it's, it's a superior system, obviously by a large margin. When you look at all those countries like Venezuela and China and Soviet Union and, and, um, other places, uh, you see that communism always failed and it's not like it wasn't even close you know? you know how many people died in the uh in the soviet union and in mao's china it's it's really bad and also the other day i watched this video about um in mao's china there was this one guy who basically allowed um peasants to trade uh, certain foods for money which wasn't allowed obviously because every surplus you had to kind of give away and this kind of saved uh, the whole maoist china thing from going down the drain you should look it up you should look up for because i i I won't really look it up right now uh you should look up um, maoist china or did capitalism save china that you should look up and i think you will find a very interesting video about that um yeah i think capitalism is good not saying that it can not be pathetic um obviously they need to you know, um, I think th- there maybe has to be some kind of regulation, obviously, but uh, yeah. Uh, I don't think it's um, it's by far the best thing we, we have. Uh, everyone would like to improve America. Some would like to, in their words, fundamentally transform it. Would you? No, I don't think so. I think the, um, the Constitution is pretty good. And uh, yeah, maybe that makes me conservative because... I want to conserve that. Like, uh, you know, it's always funny because uh, when, when when I say con- conserve, it makes me think of the German word for food can, which is konservendose, because we, you essentially conserve food in, inside a can, which means dose. Yeah, but anyway. Could a good person have voted for Donald Trump? Yeah, of course. I mean, Tom Brady voted for Donald Trump, and he's, uh, he's the best person. We have... Um, he he's probably the second coming of Jesus Christ or or the first coming. I don't know how many comings we have, but uh, yeah, yes, <laughs> good a good person. Yeah, of course, man. It's very stupid that you that you would divide uh, America along those lines of uh, pro or con Donald Trump. I don't know. Um. Honestly, I used to believe that Donald Trump was like a fucking idiot, but today I think yeah, maybe he wasn't like he was a little. Bit unelegant, but uh, I don't know. I think it's it's fairly reasonable to be uh, conservative and to vote for Donald Trump. I don't know. Do you believe that CNN, the Washington Post, the New York Times, and the rest of the mainstream media are biased towards the left or try to present the news as accurately as possible? Um, so that's a little bit interesting because I think I'm in a little bit of a right-wing bubble on YouTube because I don't know, I don't really make the effort to go to go to CNN and watch it but I do watch um clips here and there and I'm exposed to what they do and of course I always hear that they are biased and um I don't know it I don't know it seems so stupid that on on CNN and Washington Post and stuff you get like the left left wing view and then on Fox News you only get the right wing view I don't know it's why don't you just get the view (laughs) I don't know it's stupid stupid i don't know um i don't i don't really know enough about these um but um the stuff that they do say on cnn and for example is i don't know sometimes really stupid but uh, then again I'm not saying that there isn't any stupid stuff on fox news right so yeah i don't know they probably are yeah they probably are but i don't know for sure and uh yeah i'm not saying that they are all saying incorrect things should america have full control over its borders to prevent illegal immigration um of course as i said earlier when you want to have a country you need um well yeah borders but you need a territory a people and you need a, a governing body or like state power and um when you don't have when you don't have control of your borders you don't have a territory basically because you don't control it right um and um yeah, it's a, it's a very interesting question because right now it's it's uh, there's there's a huge border crisis going on in the United States. So many people flooding into the country, and um, and it's because of the change in policy from the Biden administration. And um, when you go to another country and you cross the border illegally, obviously that's a crime, right? Uh, when you go there and you want to come in, and I think that's the legal way to do so. I don't know um you know it's the same with uh, the the migrant crisis here in europe um uh, very it's also a very um controversial topic um which of course doesn't stop me from talking about it <laughs> um but you, you see you have all these people flying into europe here and um um then again you you have people jumping on the boats here and um of course so many times it just goes wrong because those those boats capsized and it's just a tragedy, you know. And then again, you might ask yourself, just like uh, the current situation with the Biden administration, maybe did they uh, create an incentive for people to come there? Likewise, did maybe the European countries create create an incentive for the people from the Middle East and Africa to come here and which led them into these dire straits that they sometimes found themselves in? And... Um, I don't really know. I don't really know. Um, personally, I don't really have a problem with uh, helping p- people out from um, war-torn countries. Obviously, you need to help. We don't, you know. It's not like there's national law against that, against immigration in that case. There's like international law, which which is important here and which um, which is there to help people. And I think that's awesome that you have the ability to uh, help people. Um, and then, should you just allow and um, people to enter your country illegally and then um i don't know not uh, take care of um who is there and what they do and what where they are. i get it's difficult it's difficult because they, they 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 lose their passports right and uh, you know i would do the same if if i'm like if i want to go somewhere and i know that by throwing away my passport i will get everything i want i would do that too right so don't hate the player, like hate the game if you want to hate anybody, but um, I don't know. It's I don't have a, a solution for that. Maybe uh, you didn't really see much uh, immigration happening with Trump when he was really strict on immigration, many people came. Um, and one thing I was thinking about the other day, Europe has always been good. You know, you, you, Europe has always been like a huge, uh, attractive place. So why did they only start coming here in twenty fifteen? Wasn't there was there why didn't they come like in two thousand and five and all those decades before when Europe was already pretty good? Was there maybe a change in policy that I don't know, made it more attractive to come here? I don't know. I don't know. I I simply don't know. I really mean this. I don't know if there was a change in policy. I really don't know. Um I think it's very unfortunate that, you know, actually, I actually have, <laughs> I actually have a, a friend of mine who um who went to one of the Greece uh, migrant camps, which was very surprising to me, um because I didn't know that she was going there. And then um, she actually hasn't texted me back yet. I don't know if she's doing all right, but yeah, maybe she just uh, doesn't like me anymore. <laughs> no, the point is, um, it's uh. I don't. Know, this is just a huge tragedy, and I don't know how to solve this. Really, maybe when you when you are very tough on on on, on migration or immigration, maybe people will not be will not feel so. Um, maybe they don't want to come here. Might be. Maybe those people will come anyway because they are so desperate. I don't know. Do they all uh, flee from war? I don't know. Where do they do? They just want to have a better life. Yeah. Um. I don't know. But um, to go back to the question, yeah, of course, any country should, could have full uh, control over its borders, obviously. Doesn't mean that you shouldn't have people in, in need, which are covered by international law, right? There are between 11 and 30 million people in America who entered the country legally. Should they all be put on the path to c- citizenship? Um, I actually I actually, uh, listened to uh, a couple of nice thoughts to this. Um. So the argument was that a person who breaks the law but and enters a country um, does not get to take part in that country's um political destiny, which I think makes sense, and they are now between eleven and thirty million people yeah um i i I watched this video about this about the argument of having a border basically you know in the states very controversial i know and um or well, frankly speaking i think it's it is indeed a good idea to have a border if you otherwise can control the influx of uh, illegal immigrants right because what it does you actually get to um you actually get to choose who enters the country and who doesn't which is i don't know it's just i don't even know what we're talking about it's it's, it's just uh, it's a requirement for a sovereign nation you know and this is not even controversial this is just the law basically and then you legalize all those uh, illegal immigrants. doesn't mean that you give them citizenship, but you also don't deport them because you recognize, okay, those people, they actually, it's 30 million people. They maybe, you don't know, but probably they did take a huge part in the American, I don't know, way of life. Um, and then over time, the problem will was, was solve itself because their children that are born in America will have American citizenship because they are born in America. So I think actually a border wall, it's not my idea, right? I picked it up from uh, some kind of a scholar and um, I think it's a pretty smart way to look at it, yeah. Should those who enter America illegally be called undocumented immigrants or illegal immigrants? Well, they are breaking the law, which is illegal and... uh, they are both undocumented and illegal there. Then again, this kind of br- brings me back to my, <laughs> like the other question, uh, when you don't have documents, can you somebody imprison by breaking the law in a country or should you just deport them? But where do you deport them to when they're claiming they are coming from a war-torn zone, zone or country? You can't really uh, deport them there. So it's different. Of course, the European and American um, problems are very different, but yeah. I don't know, it's very diff- different, but well call co- well, what I'm o- don't sugarcoat it. Call him what it is. It's illegal to enter a country illegally and therefore you should be called an illegal immigrant. Do you believe police departments should be defunded or at least have their budgets severely cut? Um no. I think if anything we need more funding. Um and then again it's I don't know. Um I've heard this this argument so much before. That you should actually have more funding for the police and better training. For example, in the George Floyd case, which I ranted about earlier, <laughs> you you can see maybe the police, or this police officer wasn't really trained well, or maybe he was just following a bad policy. And I think, I think it's I think more police and establishing law and order is something which eventually allows. Um, areas to thrive for example when you uh, when you have um, certain uh, certain areas where the police doesn't enter anymore because it's too difficult for them because i don't know they are now regarded as the oppressors because black lives matters painted them in a very i don't know in a very racist way now they don't now they don't police in certain areas anymore so do they so now crime is rising in th- these areas and if you actually did more policing in those areas and you actually uh, established law and order, maybe businesses moved would move in those areas. Maybe um, jobs would be created and maybe the life lived, or maybe uh, the quality of life would actually go up in these uh, in these areas. But then again, that's not my idea. I, I kind of, I think it was Ben Shapiro who talked about this, yeah. Who was uh, another one of those Jew Nazis. Terrible people. Um. yeah so I think uh, no it should be more I don't know you know I've been I've been um, uh how do you say arrested by the police and I don't really hold a grudge against them I think yeah I'm a little bit of a fanboy to be honest should uh, should the government provide vouchers to enable parents to choose what school their child attends well I don't really know about this I don't know anything about this um I don't know how this government voucher thing uh, works, but I heard that in America you can only go to um, whatever school is in your district. And you know, for example, in my case, I didn't go to the nearest school. I went to uh, the next city, basically, and it was a huge hassle because every 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 morning I had to like travel more than twenty kilometers, and my parents had to kind of get me there. So, so my younger brother, he actually got to go to the local school, which was a lot, lot easier, obviously. And um, so what I'm trying to say is that um, I think the closest school is always better for a child because it's more easy. Um, but then again, when uh, parents have the opinion that maybe a certain school is not worth it for their child, they should have the freedom to choose another school. I don't know. But then again, I don't really care about this because it's not a problem for me right now. But yeah. Having much choice is always good, I think. Uh, which school do you believe is more likely to be attacked by a gunman? One that has a sign in front of in front that reads Gun Free Zone? Or one that reads This school has armed personnel? Um <laughs> Yeah. I think the gun free zone one is obviously more likely to be attacked. And I think there's uh there's actually um, there were incidents uh, where exactly that happened. Um, uh, now this this is this is obviously a segue into the Second Amendment and pro gun and and anti gun and stuff like that. Um, you know I don't think that you should arm teachers <laughs> with uh, firearms. And but then again, if a teacher feels like they are capable of carrying a firearm why wouldn't they carry a firearm, right? Um, if they want to, I mean, many teachers are very capable people, and uh, I don't know when you have the ability to teach calculus, maybe you know how a firearm works, right? So I don't see a problem with that, but I see how it makes maybe it's not the good, maybe not the best kind of situation for, for a classroom situation. Um, but then again, what... Uh, What really speaks against the option of having armed personnel? I don't get this, why wouldn't you have that? Um, I mean, isn't that like an appropriate response to have armed personnel? I mean, it would really deter a shooter, I'm sure. I mean, it's not like many of those shooters really expect to to come out of this alive after that, right? Oftentimes it's just a very terrible and desperate attempt to cause mayhem, but um yeah man I mean when it's an issue, why wouldn't you have like armed um, personnel? It doesn't have to have to be in your face, you know, it doesn't have to be in your face like in the classroom with you. I know'm sure there are very smart ways to do this, yeah, why wouldn't you have that? I don't know I think should be uh should be more shouldn't be I don't know maybe maybe firearms shouldn't really be this taboo topic you know maybe it should just be something that you know and how it works and uh, which is normal and um, should be um, treated with uh, a lot of respect I don't know so you you don't really feel like oh my god there's an armed guard outside the store so you just think oh yeah he's armed it's normal he's a good guy so yeah I think that would be good Men and women, twenty-six. Should it be legal for a teenage girl to have her breasts sur- surgically removed because she identifies as a male, or should there be a minimum age of eighteen or twenty-one? This is really cancel material. This whole podcast—it will probably get, get me canceled. <laughs> should it be legal for a teenage girl to have her breasts surgically removed? Of course not. You're a teenage girl. You're not of. Uh, you're not. Um, how do you say this? You're not an adult she identifies as a male yeah that's a whole different ballgame right or should there be a minimum age of yeah obviously i mean when you're 21 or 18 i think 18 is probably still too young obviously i think so um but um because when you're 18 you're not fully developed but yeah i i get it when i was 18 i was a fucking idiot um but yeah you you might argue that yeah 18 is old enough i don't know uh 21 yeah for sure i mean at some point when you want to chop your dick off just do it i don't i don't care if you if you if you think that's um i don't advise it (laughs) i wouldn't advise it but if you want to do that and you are convinced that's your path do it but for a teenage girl no it shouldn't be legal you know i don't really care about age that much i think once you're past a certain age it's it doesn't matter who um doesn't matter um how old you are like when you're like 36 or 42 uh, doesn't matter but i mean there's a certain um, kind of development which takes place in human evolution or development and pre-18 no i don't i don't see that happening uh school teachers have been told to stop calling students boys and girls because the student might not identify as either male or female do you agree with this policy (sighs) Uh, um so what's it's, what it's asking me, do I think that they are more genders than um, boys and girls? No, I don't. I don't think so. Um, I don't think so. Because a student might not identify as other... Either may have... Well, yeah, no. No, I don't... Um, I don't think... Um, okay, wait. Um, So, the thing is, this is, uh, it depends on gender and pronouns and stuff. Um, So, let me just say this. When you are a a biological boy and you want me to call you Tracy, on a personal um, level, I I might go with that because, I don't know, I just don't want to be a dick to you. If that's what you want me to call, I, I do call you. But, I'm not going to um accept on a more on a more uh, abstract level on an, on a on a policy level anything like that. I'm not going to accept that you are now a girl because you are in fact not a girl. All right? And um at this point boys and girls why okay no. Mm, no. No, I don't I don't think that's um I don't I don't think that anything el- Else, then male or female does exist. Um, But then again, I don't really have the uh, the uh, the argument right now to back it up. I don't know. It's maybe I'm just completely ignorant. If you have a really good argument that proves that teachers should absolutely uh, call students boys, not uh, call students boys and girls, please tell me. But I don't see one right now. Uh, Should biological males who identify as females be allowed to compete against biological females in sports no um they should not and what it's what it's doing when those biological males who now identify as females are allowed into uh this competition they they are ba- basically devaluing uh all human or female achievement um so what i'm thinking it's it's again right it's um it It all goes back to this frame of reference uh which I was giving earlier when you are a girl and you and you constantly compare yourself to the best male, you will have a f- fucking bad time because you will never be able to um. You will never be able to be that good in a certain sport, for example, in sprinting or in weightlifting. Not because you are, you have a flawed character, or maybe you don't work as hard, or maybe you do, maybe you lack discipline, or anything like that. No, no, no. It's simply because your physical body doesn't allow you to achieve those, um, those um, physical um, achievements. Yeah, it's kind of redundant, but yeah, you you don't you don't have those um, physical um, standards, right? And it's completely fine. For example, when you, are, when you are a computer scientist and you are, I mean, it's not technically the same, but it's, it's like a little, um, little anecdote I always tell myself. When you are a computer scientist and you constantly compare yourself to Bill Gates, who is, I don't know, arguably the best computer scientist that ever lived, you will have a bad time because you will most likely never be as good as him. I mean, you could possibly, so in that way, this example is different than the one uh, about the female athlete. But but um, I think your fr- it's the same thing. Um, the frame of comparison has to be accurate. So instead of comparing yourself to Bill Gates as this computer scientist, you might want to find a different uh, f- frame of comparison, maybe only yourself. Maybe you should only compare yourself to yourself. Um by i don't know who you were yesterday for example start there and same thing here when you are female you should find the um the uh appropriate appropriate um frame of comparison or the uh yeah the reference for comparison um when you obviously it's stupid to compare yourself to uh or a it's stupid to compare yourself to somebody else but if you want to go down that way, you maybe should only compare yourself. I mean, in sports way, it makes sense. You should only compare yourself to other females because otherwise it doesn't make sense to compare yourself to anybody else. And for that same um, for that same logic, we wouldn't really get anything out. Should biolo- No, if those biological ma- males now started to um, uh, compete with those females, we wouldn't get an accurate representation of... Uh, what happened here because it would be flawed right because those biological males obviously and we are seeing this right we are seeing this in sprinting and athletics and in um, in martial arts those biological males they are just trashing those females and it's a pity because those females those biological females don't stand a chance so the other question is now where do those uh, biological males go biological males go instead and i don't know do you put them back with the uh, biological males um again that you identify as female doesn't mean it doesn't really imply that you already underwent uh, surgery and hormone therapy and stuff like that so maybe you are so maybe now you are still a biological male, like a full grown man who just identifies in, in your mind as female. Obviously you shouldn't be allowed to compete against biological females. But when you say you have your um, transgender, or your, not trans, your um, sex change surgery um, done and your hormone therapy, I don't think that's, that's viable. Because what we see in, um, you know, obviously women have have, have testosterone uh, testosterone too, but their levels of testosterone are so uh, low. Um, there is there is uh, a maximum amount of allowed. What what's happening here? Sorry, some, something came up on my screen. Okay, so obviously um you have uh, testro- testosterone in in, in in females and the maximum alo- uh maximum amount of um uh, allowed testosterone in female athletes is not even close to what um transitioning males come with you know even when those transitioning males underwent uh, like hormone therapy they still have so high testosterone levels i'm not saying that it doesn't differ in any person that it doesn't go down really drastically I'm not saying that you can get really, really close to being uh, a female on a hormonal level, you know? But I don't know. It doesn't give you, it, It I don't know. It defeats the whole purpose of having the, um, the, um, this this sports event in the first place. Well, if that's, if you don't care about that and you just care about making everybody happy, again, you don't because the biological females will be, very unhappy do that but i don't think it makes sense is the statement men give birth science based No, obviously it's not but maybe that's just another um it's um maybe that's another buzzword here um it could be something like uh is the statement black lives matter a good statement yes obviously it's a good statement because that's simply true but do I agree with that statement, with everything that it implies, which means America's racist and every, uh, racist, <laughs> racist and everything <laughs> like that? No, I don't. Um, um, okay, but is the statement men give birth science-based? No. No. What? I feel like I don't know uh, the background to this question. Um, men give birth. Isn't there? Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw I saw the other day this, um, it's not a couple, it's a, it's a, tr- it's a, it's a throuple? Of gay men who are, uh, who all entered their name in the birth certificate of uh, of like uh, the child they adopted. Is that what they mean? Because that is not science based. Do you agree with the practice of inviting a drag queen into public libraries and elementary schools classrooms to conduct drag queen story hour? Mm. So drag means dress as girl, right? Um, So basically, the question is, should we teach children uh, to, I don't know. So I think, so I think children often follow examples that they see and that's how they learn. So, no, I don't think, I don't, I don't know. Maybe you shouldn't teach them that but maybe you should teach them that they can do whatever they want and they shouldn't be afraid to be judged by other people and that automatically involves dressing as a girl even if you're a boy um mm, no no i don't no you know what i don't i don't you know I don't have a problem with uh telling kids that they can dress any way they want. Um but I do have a problem with um I I think you know I think it would be far wiser to allow every human being to fully embrace their um their femaleness or their maleness or them being a boy or being a girl. And I think it, it's a really healthy way and I think every human fundamentally has in them both female and male's qualities and sides, and I think both of those sides they are like yin and yang, right? They are equally. They need each other and they complement each other. Complement? No, that's that's bad, right? Complementary. It's com- not compl- They complete each other. That's it. Um. So I think that's more like it. And when you have. When you have a drag queen um i don't know giving like being like being invited to those elementary schools and acting as a role model for young boys for example there is an imbalance because i think that balance uh, that person doesn't really have a good a good um, balance between male and female quality i think the female quality is overshooting here so i don't think that's a good I don't think that's um a good um role model for young boys. No, I don't think so. I don't I don't I don't think it would hurt to have a have her there but yeah, no. Do maybe it would hurt. I don't know, man, it's not like it's the worst thing that could happen to a young boy. But I don't advise it. I, I don't think it's good for the development. I don't know. Do you believe that free speech allows for hate speech? Or should hate speech be banned? That's a tough one. Obviously, for example, in Germany, you can't say anything which is untrue and which is uh, hurtful to someone. Mm, I, I don't really know about the uh, free speech laws in America, but I, free speech, I don't know, it's kind of self, self-explanatory. Um, hate speech. What is hate speech, really? If I really wanted to find out, I would Google it right now, but I don't really. I don't really want to. Um, well, first of all, I think. I think it's far more important to speak freely, than it is, for, um, everybody to always be happy. So, for example, if um, after this podcast you decide to um, call me a Nazi um i don't know that's obviously untrue so i don't really see the need to ban your opinion right even though your opinion is just ridiculous and i don't know i i think i wouldn't really want to go down that slippery slope of banning you for saying that when it's that obviously false right and um there's this uh great uh, quote, which time again I'm going to butcher, but it's something like oh yeah, I, I disagree wholeheartedly with what you have to say but I will die for your right to say it, something like that maybe, who who was it who said that? I don't know Abe Lincoln or something <laughs> no, I, I really don't know, but you should look it up, it's a great quote and I think it's that's pretty good hmm I mean, there's a reason why Germany banned, for example, you can't say that the Holocaust doesn't happen, right? Or didn't happen. You can't say that. So you can't lie. Um, Which I think that's good. And then again, I think with other topics, you kind of don't want to be too... You don't want to take... You don't want to assume that people are that stupid that they can't make up their own minds, right? I think everybody should have the capability of being like critical in their thinking and stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I would say, I don't really know, but I would say, I, I would lean slightly towards free speech. If you believe that hate speech should be banned, or I don't, would who do you believe should determine what is hate speech yeah so yeah that's exactly what uh, what i was hinting to right it's a it's a slippery slope obviously when you when somebody's claiming that the holocaust didn't happen that's um you know that's a bad place to be in um so you don't want that but for example um yeah that's exact that's exactly the same argument as in uh as in communism yeah yeah uh, i mean who who uh who determines what what somebody needs and who determines what uh, is allowed you know and again yeah i can't answer this, that question and that ex- that is exact, exactly what uh this question was intending nobody can answer that and therefore i would lean towards having free speech okay oh that's it yeah that was uh that was 32 you might want to send these questions to the people in your life, though whose view are on the left of your own okay at best you and they will realize that you have more in common than either of you previously thought at the very last this answers will bring you both clarity and at worst they will explain why there is a rift between you and why you might want to restrict communication to weather sports recipes and warm memories okay that's a very snarky little article here yeah that was fun eh? (laughs) hey that was fun that was fun um okay okay let me look at my little note here um okay no i this is already we are well into two hours i think now so um yeah Let's wrap it up now. Oh, again, what I wanted to do is... um, How many days am I alive? Uh, Days am I alive. How many days old are you? So it's currently... So I put in my birth year here. That's this and that. Okay. Haha! 10,061 days. 10,061. All right. So this episode, it was a little bit political today. Isn't that exciting? Um, but, you know, I think, uh, as I said, I don't really like talking about politics all that much because I think uh, many, many times you are just, I don't know, you're just biting your own tail. Um, but I think today I touched on a little bit, a bunch of, um, topics that really, I don't know, they seemed very commonsensical to me and I thought it was, it was, um, fine to say that, um, because I think it's far more, you shouldn't really, well, I, I wouldn't advise to kind of, um, not speak up and don't speak your mind you know it's um it's very it can be very harmful when you when you don't speak your mind and uh, obviously you don't want to hurt anyone and that's that's a problem here right so as much as I disagree with uh for example people from Black Lives Matter who I think I don't know Again, I don't disagree with the statement. I disagree with uh, how that organization goes about their business. You know, the funny thing is, those people do think they are right. And they only want the best. And um, yeah, so it's very important to not see, I don't know, people you disagree with as the enemy. But uh, yeah, but I think when, when you speak up and you clearly state what you think, it also makes you a more reliable person. Maybe you will lose some friends, as I have, or maybe you will uh, get, you will, um, maybe your current friends, you will see some reinforcement there because maybe they will think, yeah, man, I I think so too. I didn't know you felt that way. Or maybe you find even new friends. And I think, I think that's always, um, always good because when you're kind of hovering in the middle, you don't really, um, you're not accountable. And, um, You're not accountable and you are, I don't know, you are, you, yeah. Can you be trusted then? I don't know. I don't know. I think it's always good to, um, for people to know who you are, but it's not like they are entitled to know who you are, but I think it's, I think it's very good to speak your mind, to speak your mind and yeah. Okay. Um, so we've been on this earth. I've been on this earth for 10,061 days now and, um, yeah, we, we, we see so much right now, we see so much, um, happening with, um, um, I think these, I mean, these, these are basically, uh, stories from the 24-hour news cycle, right? Incidents like in, in Atlanta, but, um, or like George Floyd in Minneapolis, but what's underlying there, you, you oftentimes see fundamental questions that, I don't know, maybe you need to talk about and think about and, um, Find it very interesting because um, you know we we, we we look at the Earth here and we are just we are just a bunch of naked apes basically and uh, naked monkeys, naked primates, and uh, yeah. But then again, we are so occupied with um, everything that's taking uh, that's taking place uh, in our little microcosm here, you know, in our so-called nations and stuff, Mm. you know, some part in in me wants to say, okay, all of this doesn't matter, and uh, we shouldn't really worry about that, sorry, I was confused, my computer is shutting down, (laughs) okay, Um, we should just, I don't know, be grateful that we can be here, um, yeah, but I think it's also important to, um, talk about these things that, um, that are so important, like, uh, you know, do I like my other humans? <laughs> I do like other humans, you know? Um, yeah, so that's that, man. 10,000 days and... Yeah, I hope that you um you can take something away from this episode here. Um, it was fun for me. It was so, let me just very right, distracting. Okay, it was really fun for me because I got to talk about many things and yeah, I got to um say a few things that were on my chest. maybe you can take something away from this. Maybe you discovered a few mindset. Maybe you. A few good mindsets. Maybe you now um, found some food for thought, and if you disagree with uh, something which I said, by all means, don't tell me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Obviously, I'm always uh, open for input. But um, yeah, that's all I have to say. It's not like I uh, don't mean anything which I said. You know, I think I did a pretty good job of explaining why I why I, I felt a certain way, and. Uh, yeah i hope that you now um that you now have a good time and you are able to uh make the best of this pandemic and um yeah maybe you find some something inside you which which will guide you through this um this yeah this kind of crazy period we are living in right now maybe you find some I don't know some kind of activity or maybe you find some kind of mindset or maybe you find some kind of friend or relationship that you can enforce and or reinforce I should say (laughs) not enforce like you enforce the law I'm enforcing this relationship now no you shouldn't do that um yeah all right everybody um please uh have a fantastic day and uh, take care. I talk to you soon. Bye bye.